Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. Uh, we're really trying to grow the podcast and it would really help us if you would leave us a review. So go on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast and leave us a review. It's going to help more people find out about us. So we appreciate it. Now let's get to the show. back with the coyote fitness podcast here once again in flowwood with caleb and tyler and today we're going to talk about something that i'm really excited about one of my favorite parts of the job is coaches development and finding coaches who want to make this a career and uh how we train them to uh um coach uh the coyote way and a lot of changes we've been adding implementing uh, a training program we've started implementing and all the types of things that we are creating to try to set our coaches up to succeed. And so this is something that I'm excited to share with you guys. Hopefully uh, it'll give you guys a little bit more insight into uh, what's go, what goes on behind the scenes with our coaches and um, you know why we uh, work so hard to develop full-time coaches who uh, want to make a career out of this. So um, I'm excited about this one, Caleb. Yeah, I know. A couple months ago we did a podcast talking about um, how we've changed this process and what the process is like from us. And I think a lot of it's centered around um, our different iterations of the coach's manual and what that's become. Um, but this is, I think it's just something that's continuously evolving. And we know that as an organization grows, we have to grow with it. And as we've grown, we've recognized a lot of different things that we'd never addressed and the things we did not maybe prepare our coaches for. And so now, like, I think there's a process where you're always catching up and learning new things, but then you're also, as you grow, you're also trying to think about the future and what that looks like. And so we're also trying to implement things that are going to come up as we continue to grow. And so for us, this is a real exciting conversation because it has us sit down and think about what we could become and what we are going to ultimately be able to do um, in terms of giving people an amazing career that they love, a job where they love to show up, a job where they work really hard and it's fulfilling um, because they get to see life change, they get to do what they love. And so that's that's something that I think we talk about every single week. But the nitty gritty of it is there's also a lot of discipline and a lot of um, improvement. And I think when we have this conversation, it typically centers around having an attitude and a mindset that's a growth mindset and always trying to get better. And so that's kind of where we, I think, as people who love to exercise and love to work hard, also love to apply this to how we can get better at our jobs um, so we can provide this fitness for as many people as possible. Cool. Let's get into it. All right. So um, for, uh, first off, so basically um, kind of rolling back the clock a little bit, um, 
when we started Coyote, we had basically myself and two uh, part-time coaches. And then um, about a month later, Chris came on and um, as our first full-time coach. And, uh, you know, Chris was been on many episodes of the podcast and he was... Chris is on every episode of the podcast if you listen to the last second of every episode. Oh, yeah, yeah so he is, he is, he is. He, he lives on. Don't miss that. He if lives on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Chris was uh, with us for... Uh, I think like nine years now uh, or nine years. And um, so he was our first full-time coach and, you know, we did that for a long time. And then eventually um, I started to realize that uh, it was imperative for uh, the organization and the the gym to continue to grow, to have full-time coaches who saw this as a career and wanted to make a career out of this. And we had to start determining, well, how could we make that happen? And that's something that I've been working really hard towards it's one of my main goals and we've all been working hard as a team and as a group to do and i'm really excited now we um will have how many is it nine full-time we have nine full-time coaches yeah yeah and it's nine full-time coaches which is which is awesome and we're so excited about uh the team that we've built and um you know the the careers that they are excited about and and the um the passion they have for for this and so with all that comes, you know, lots of different types of people, lots of different types of personalities, different ages and backgrounds and job experience. We had to determine, well, how do we um, try to create the best experience across every single location, across every single um, class? How do we systemize as much as we can? And then also, how do we train our coaches, um, you know, to teach them everything we've learned over 10 years and try to impart that into them? And so, uh, that's something that we've constantly been evolving. And uh, now we have created a five-week training process that our coaches go through before they ever are coaching classes on their own. And it's something that I'm very excited that we have the capability to be able to do that now. And I think it just sets them up to be able to succeed from day one and really shorten shorten the learning curve as far as how long it's going to take them to feel comfortable coaching classes and <clears throat> providing a high quality uh, class to every single one of their members and also how to, you know, develop relationships with members and do their retention calls with the members and um, just everything that goes into it. And so it's something that um, I'm, I could not be happier with, with how things have progressed in that area. And, and it's something that I feel we're really, really hitting our stride with. And obviously, like Caleb said, it's, there's a lot more uh, room to grow and a lot of improvement to go, but by creating a way to train people um, from the moment they start in to get them up to speed, it's allowed us to, you know, really have our coaches hit the ground running um, as soon as they start taking off. Yeah, and the development becomes more organic as we grow as well. Um, like for myself, um, I dropped pretty much everything to start coaching. Like it was like Monday, I left my other job. Tuesday, I was like, hey, Caleb, like, let's get started. So it was a really quick turnaround, and it was uh, one of those things where, um, at a at a pretty young age, you could say like I I made a decision like this is what I want to do is my career, and this is the path I want to go down, and it's been really cool in the time just that I've been here coaching um, to have met um, already a couple of more people who have decided for themselves hey this is where I want to take things, and so something that I I'm starting to really enjoy as I develop as a coach as well as helping other coaches um, that are in the similar position I was in as maybe a younger coach coming in, maybe someone that's a little younger in the room that 
wants to create that career. Um, and so something that I've been working on lately and I'm excited to help the new coaches come through is just, uh, you know, teaching coaches what I know and what I've learned so far about uh, building your own sort of um, entrepreneurial business as a coach and ways to increase um, your coaching capacity through uh, gaining clients and working one-on-one with people. And that's something that I love to do. And so it's really cool to, to some of the things I've been working on. I think it's going to really help um, these new coaches coming in and coaches that we currently have. And even myself, as we develop it, organically grow and create value throughout Coyote Fitness. What we, for a lot of people listening, I think one thing that um, is important to know is that there are a lot of different aspects of what we do. Most people, I think, probably think about our group sessions and our group classes as the um, what Coyote Fitness is, but there's so many different aspects of the ways that we work with our clients to meet their goals that they have that's in addition to that class. And so for our coaches, when it comes to the opportunities we provide for them to have a career, uh, you can only go so far with people when you have a group of, you know, we cap our classes at 20. And so there's only so many, so much you can do with a group of 20 people for one hour. That's, um, you know, three minutes per member if you look at it that way. And so for a lot of people, their goals are more urgent than what the group class maybe offers when it comes to nutrition or maybe the personal side of personal training. Um, And so there's a lot of different ways that we want our coaches to be entrepreneurs in that sense of helping dig into what does someone want to achieve and how urgently do they want to achieve that and how can we get you to that goal? And so trying to help And this gets back to our mindset around coaches in general is that we have a service mindset. I think that's something that um, we want to impart to everyone who comes on board is for every client to feel like they're the most important person in the room and that our clients aren't there for the coach, but the coach is here for the client. And so when our members come in, when they have that mindset, it also, when you do that well with a group, it also provides opportunities for you to take that service to the next level. And that's when you really can have careers that match the ambition of an individual. So for our, for our coaches that are wanting to create a career, that, that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And the place that we customize that for our coaches is allowing them to dig into and expand their personal um, their personal brand, so to speak, within uh, the Coyote organization. And the group classes are a great entry point, but it's not the end result for most of our coaches, I don't think. Yeah, so, you know, in, in order for somebody to be able to do something full-time, um, there's a couple aspects of it. Number one, they have to work sustainable hours, and that's something that we've worked really hard towards. And, you know, early on in, in Coyote, a lot of our coaches were working a whole lot, you know, a lot of – hours each week including myself which you know is good for a period but it can't it it, it's not sustainable for years and years and decades and decades and that's what it takes to get a business up and running and we all understood that and we knew what we were signing up for but as we grow and expand and our team grows we want to create something to where our coaches can make uh, a good living where they are able to support themselves and their family as well as do it in a manner that they can have a sustainable schedule. So they also have time to uh, spend time with their family outside. So they're not burnout. Um, and you know, that's something that we've, we've worked really hard towards and we've come a long way. I've made a lot of mistakes towards, but I'm really excited about, you know, kind of, kind of where we're headed with that because now we've have created something to where coaches can come in 
and uh, have a clear path to be able to pretty much do whatever they want to inside the inside the gym as far as their career. They have the option to pursue, um, you know, working with people with nutrition coaching. They have the option to pursue a new uh, personal training, and they have the you know they're they're coaching a, a good amount of classes a day, but not something that. Um, is not sustainable for them. And I'm really excited about that aspect because it allows everybody to kind of be able to get as much or as little as they want to out of it while still being in a, in a supportive uh, community of coaches that allows them to also have a life outside of the gym. And uh, the reality is a lot, of, a lot of our coaches, they just like being at the gym and they're going to be up there a lot even just because that's where they want to be and that's where their friends are and that's completely fine. But we want them to have the option to be able to do other things as well because un we understand that if, if, if it's going to be your career, it needs to be something that you can do for decades. And so that's something that uh, we've worked really hard to be able to do. And then now our goal is now that we you know, have created that, now we want to bring on coaches and give them all the tools to succeed and give them all the knowledge that's going to help them um, succeed much quicker than we did. You know, they, they can learn from our scars so they don't get the scar so they can take all the shortcuts and, you know, take the things we've learned in almost 10 years of coyote and implement them from day one that they hit the ground running. And so, um, it's, it's something that's really exciting, uh, for me to see the iteration of our coaches manual. You know, we're on our third version of the coaches manual and now we have a, a coaches, um, selling, uh, program that we're putting together where coaches learn how to, uh, talk with, uh, you know, prospects, because ultimately uh, we believe strongly that what we have to offer can change people's lives. And so it, we talked about it last uh, episode that we have a moral obligation to convince these people that we can help them because if we don't convince them of that, then they might not get to where they want to get to. And so we want to be able to show people the results we're getting for all of our other members and how we can help each per particular person do that. And that comes with our coaches learning how to have those conversations with potential prospects when they come into the gym and that type of thing and how to, you know, develop their own personal brand through their social media and um, that type of thing and how to converse with uh, people that are different ages with different backgrounds. Like Taylor mentioned, a lot of our coaches are younger when they start and it can be harder for them to be able to relate to somebody who they might be as old as their parents or or their grandparents or what people that they're not used to communicating with. And that can definitely be a learning curve, but we want to help these people have, you know, get up to speed as quick as possible and give them all the tools to learn from all of the mistakes we've made over the years to be able to help them, you know, progress uh, quickly and, 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 you know, have an impact that they want to have because ultimately the coaches we bring on are they want to have an impact. They, they have a heart uh, for the area. They have a heart for people and they want to help people um, achieve their goals and, and do whatever they can or whatever they want to with the health and fitness. There's just a huge shift, I think, in when we, I think in, in general in fitness, as most people expect a coach that enjoys exercise, like that doesn't mean that you're going to be a good coach. If you are good at exercise, you're very fit or you love it. Um, that doesn't mean that you're a coach. That means that you love exercise and everybody who comes into the gym that loves exercise. But what we're trying to do is give people opportunities um, to be a professional. And that is that part of the journey is what's really fun. It's where you learn how to talk about what your services are instead of just tell people like, come look, you see all these fit people. It's like, well, just come in and try it. Like that's not enough because that's not doing people the service of telling them what they need to think about potentially paying for. Like we need to get good at that. 
And so when you start to view coaches as a profession and not just a, um, a hobby for people, that's when all of a sudden I think we've seen a lot of growth, but we've also seen the career become a thing for people. And for, you know, for me, I've gotten to live that out over the past five, six years. Um, when I first started coaching my first class part-time, um, to now going down the line and training multiple coaches a year, it's, um, it's trying to help frame the expectation that coaches, it's, it's not just the minimum of coming in and loving what you do, but it's saying, hey, we want to have a staff of professionals that we can hang our hat on of saying, hey, when anyone walks into any location, they're going to get a, an experience that makes them tell somebody about it because they've never experienced anything like that before. And so that's what we're aiming to do. There's so many different, I guess, ways to go into that. But ultimately, we're trying to take the hobby of coaching and what a lot of people's experience in a similar maybe a similar type functional fitness space into what is it like to show up for an hour and have a professional who's who your interest as the client is the priority for them. Um, and that's been, that's, that's been a really fun process to, to dig into. Well, and so here's the thing, here's the, here's my take. The dig is that I take my role as a coach very personally. I take, what I try to convey to every person that I talk to, the conversations I have throughout the day, the cues that I give during class, the advice, suggestions, take it as you will. I, I take them personally. I take the relationships of the members that we have here at Coyote Fitness personally. And so something that fires me up is having the opportunity to personally invest my time and energy into coaches who are also wanting to invest their time and energy into others. And so what I love to hear from uh, members that are in is, uh, you know, whenever I fill in for another coach in their class and they say, you know, hey, this coach has really helped me develop uh, something in within the gym. It could be within or without the gym. Um, like, for example, I was coaching over in Madison um, a couple of weeks back and uh, I was coaching for someone's class and they said, well, you know, this coach has actually really helped me with my mindset behind how I should go about coming into the gym for my workouts like normally I would just come in and try to go as hard as I can but now I'm really learning how to pace myself these days and I feel a lot better for my fitness and like those little things like it's a personal connection with someone that you have and so when you take your role personally whenever you invest your energy and your time into others the payoff is just tremendous you know from a from a career standpoint yes but also just from you know what I feel as a coach that I receive back from members when they give feedback like that, it makes me really excited. So as a coach, you know, one of the, you know, one of the biggest things that I enjoy about coaching is that we get to invest in others. And so, um, as we have coaches coming on something that I really wanted to kind of get off, uh, like from the start with coaches is, is how to take the role personally or intentionally. And that starts with, your tone that starts with wording it starts with how you are speaking to others um, are you taking yourself as a as a professional are you taking yourself personally whenever you walk into a doctor's office you know the doctor's not gonna be like what's up bro like how's it like what's up gangster like you know come on grab a seat man pull a chair like it's going to be somewhat professional there's going to be a there's going to be some expectations when you walk in the room and so something that as coaches what we can do is we can set that same expectation of course having a personal touch but you know whenever 
we think about the words that we, re- we repeat and the phrases that we repeat the most as coaches, what kind of cues are we giving it? Is it just nice job, keep it up? Or is there an, a, an intentional cue given as a coach? And, you know, what is the mood of the room? What does the environment feel like whenever the clock starts? You know, whenever you are coaching someone, a client, a member specifically, are you paying attention to what their body is doing? Or are you just, you know, hey, get your hips up? That, you know, what does that mean? What is, what is, hey, get your elbows up mean? If you, but as a coach, if you can take the time to say, all right, this is exactly why we are doing what it is we're doing. This is the reason why we want to think about pacing ourselves this way, or this is the intention, just describing the intended stimulus sometimes takes sometimes just a little personal investment into the, to the conversation that you're having. And I found for me, that has been one of the, the greatest things that's helped me in my career so far is just taking the job personally, taking it intentionally. And so um, that's something that I, you know, if anyone's listening to this, that thinks to themselves and maybe, you know, like, you know, maybe one day, like I could see myself in that role. Like I could see myself, you know, leading a class and helping others achieve their goals. You know, it's what fires me up the most is that I get to personally invest in others around me. And so if that's something that excites you, you know, then yeah, that's something that, you know, maybe you should think about is looking into that role. Um, Cause I love it whenever we organically uh, develop, you know, we have the member who has been here for quite some time and has always maybe in the back of their mind thought I could maybe see myself in that role and organically they just develop into someone who could be a great coach. And so um, I just, I just love that that's kind of where we're headed with these uh, couple of new coaches we have on. And it just, it fires me up. So I'm ready for that, that quarterly meeting where we sit down with everyone (laughs) next year. So uh, for, for me, for a a successful career has two parts to it. Number one is a sense of fulfillment and purpose. And the other one is the financial security to be able to support yourself and your family with it. And I'm so excited because um, it's easy to find a purpose in, in this job. But if you're having to work too much and you're you're getting run to the ground, it's really hard. Uh, to be able to, to keep that fire lit. And so I'm really excited about where we're at now as an organization to be able to provide opportunity for all of our full-time coaches to have that, to, to be able to do both. And then um, it's also so fun to me to see uh, the growth of our coaches as we bring them on and we, you know, teach them and watch them grow as coaches. And then as we bring on new coaches and watch them to be mentors and teach the new coaches coming on and the stuff that they've learned. And it's, it's so fun to see that uh, growth and the passing on of knowledge and the willingness to help. And, you know, the, the whole team aspect of we're all working in the same direction. We all want to help each other uh, get there um, and avoid the, the pitfalls each of each one of us made and, and helping our new coaches learn from our mistakes so they can get, you know, to where we are now and hopefully surpass us down the road. And that's, that's our goal for all of us is for our coaches to surpass where we are you know, at this point, hopefully all our coaches will be farther along, um, in their journey. Um, so that's, that's, it's so much fun to do that. And also the other thing that really fires me up about this, um, job specifically is the stigma that, and it's so prevalent in the fitness industry that you can we talked about professional coaches and, uh, you know, so many other, uh, gyms, it's the coach are, you know, hourly and they, it's kind of like a hobby or they'll do it so they can have a membership or that type of thing. And people don't view it as something that's a career. They f- view it as a hobby, um, but you're never going to be able to support yourself doing that. And so it makes it really hard because we're trying to create something that doesn't really exist a whole lot of places. 
Um, and so it's, it's definitely a learning curve for us, but it also is so rewarding. And there, there was a time when, uh, I was out to eat with my wife one time and we overheard this, the group of people sitting close to us and they were talking about one of our coaches and they didn't know who I was, but I heard them talking about him. They said, Oh, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do that for their career. And I was just, it just fired me up to be like, yeah, they're going to do it for a career and they're going to be super successful at it. Um, and that's just kind of the mindset that other people have is that, you know, these, these coaches are just glorified, um, rep counters or, or clock or clock watchers. And to me, our coaches are professionals and they're constantly trying to improve themselves and hone their craft and learn and try to give the best service they possibly can to each one of their, their members and provide them with so much value that they, each one of our members is like, man, I can't believe how awesome it is to work with so-and-so coach because they go above and beyond every single day and they're a joy to work with and they've helped me achieve results I never thought I was going to be able to achieve and that kind of stuff just really fires me up because it's allowing us to do something that not only to me is the most fulfilling thing I could possibly think of myself doing but also you know a way to be able to allow other coaches to um, have a career and support their families and that type of thing doing it as well there's a I think that for a lot of people they um, you know, cause whether or not you're going to be a coach or, you know, a coach, um, this may not affect you as much, but when you think about your gym experience, wherever you are, what you're paying for is for all the things that happen outside of the, the sexy 12 minute AMRAP part of the workout that everybody thinks of thrusters and pull-ups and all that. But like the coaching side of what differentiates gyms and where we've tried to elevate ourselves is for our members. We want them to think about the other 48 parts of 48 minutes of the hour than the 12 minute workout and all the things that they're getting, how much value they're getting during a 60 minute and really before the environment, when they come in the disarming nature of professionalism, but also friendliness that occurs when people walk in the door to the, finite end to the class with a breakdown and then closure to that time that you spent together. I think those things add so much value to what the experience is at Coyote Fitness that when people think about us, they don't think about, oh, I'm paying for a place to go do pull-ups and row, but they're thinking about paying for a service that gives them 60 minutes of interaction with a professional. And that's what we're trying to do. And that's why with our coaches, we do everything that we can to eliminate distractions that make it about the coach and flip it around to where a client feels like everything was about them. And so that's where you get into the tangibles of coaches who come in from other gyms and their experience is a coach that's eating, that's wearing clothes based on, you know, what they're feeling like right then. Um, or based on what their workout, they still look like they've just done their workout. They um, are, you know, doing things that are about the coach. And what we try to do is help flip that and set the expectation from the very beginning that when someone walks in and sees you, everything that you're doing is to support each client that's in the gym. And so that's, I think, flipping the switch without talking bad, because there's a lot of other gyms that do this great, but there's a lot that don't do it very well. And to me, that's the biggest differentiator is what does the gym feel like when you walk in? A coach probably did that and set the environment and set the tone and set the mood of the place. But also what are the 60 full minutes of that experience like and that interactions with the coach? That is where we can try to maximize. And if we give someone 50% more in an hour, 
every day, five days, four or five days a week for 10, 15, 20 years, that adds up to be years more value than um, coming in and just having, you know, run 400 on the board, the coach starts the clock and then is on their phone and playing with their dog and doing different things while you were working out. Yeah, that person's still yeah. probably going to get fit because the methodology itself probably is adhered to a little bit, but the value that they're going to miss. And so that's what everything anchors about us preparing coaches for is how can we maximize and condense as much value as possible into that experience for people so they end up getting more. And that also is learned through experience because all of those things are things we used to do. and, and Every one of them. Yeah, and so that's something that we have done, we did for years and learned that – there is a much better way that we should be doing this. And that's where we've taken steps to do it. And it's been a multi-year journey and process and we're constantly trying to improve and evolve. But ultimately, like you said, we want to make it all about providing the best possible value experience for our, our members and for them to get so much value out of each day that they come in that they're just flabbergasted by how great of an experience they had. And we hopefully continue to improve that every day but you know we we learn all these we've learned all these from trial and error and failure and failure and failure and and get back up and try to figure out how can we make this better and um that's something that we will constantly commit to is always trying to figure out what what can we do to make this better there's it's just a process i think we we and what's cool about that is the only way that works is if you're willing to admit that you're wrong in the moment because then you can change it sooner and so if you have, and, and part of that is kind of the role that I'm, I am stepping into now is being able to go to each gym and say, where are we falling asleep on certain things that are better than they were a couple of years ago and better than they would have been in this, you know, the worst case scenario, but also probably could be better in the future or probably need to be addressed. Some things that each person, I think innately, we get comfortable with a certain thing and we stop wanting to evolve and we stop wanting to raise the bar to that next level. And so that's the part that is fun about fitness because fitness embraces that. We talk about it a lot. If I give you a cue to PR your snatch tomorrow, you would love that and you would thank me for it. You wouldn't think, oh man, I can't believe he criticized my snatch because you just PR'd. And so for coaches, when we view our professionalism as the opportunity to PR a class and the presentation that we get. What's great about what we've done is we've also made a way for that to be supportive of a career financially as well and sustainably as well. And so when we get better, it's rewarded by having a career that's more fulfilling, having a gym that's growing and having opportunities to impact Mississippi and not just a small group of people here. And so every time we, I think every time we present ourselves in a professional way that impacts people, it sends that person out really excited to tell them about the experience they had. And we have no idea how much that's going to translate into reaching people that we never even thought um, we could impact. I was having a, a conversation with a member about, I would say probably three months into coaching. So I was 23 this was about the beginning of summer last year. Not that long ago, actually. Um, and the member looks at me, and we're doing mobility. We're stretching, kind of talking, having conversation. Um, and he looks at me, and he says, all right, so what's next? I said, like, well, we're going to get warm. He's like, no, like like for you. Like, what's next? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what is next for you in your career? Like, where are you going after this? And I looked him dead in the eyes and said, 
just going to get better at this. This is yeah. next. And I think that's the attitude that uh, if we want to take ourselves seriously as coaches, that's that's the attitude that we need to have. That If this is a stepping stone for, for someone, then, you know, my kind of opinion and attitude is, is like st- keep stepping, right? But if you, this is going to be something that you're going to take personally, then, you know, the attitude needs to be like what's next. It's like how can I be known as like one of the best coaches around? Like can I be – so invested in my members that like they know 100% what to expect from me every single day. Can I I walk into another gym, another location like Caleb? I mean, that's something that I think I've learned from you. Like Caleb has been a fantastic mentor for me over the last year and a half or so, uh, just from watching the way that you present yourself in front of a group of people. That's something that I naturally, I think am inclined towards is, is presenting and, and providing um, a bit of an entertainment aspect just because I have a bit of a big personality. I'm an extrovert, but I know for you, like that's something that you've put a lot of intention into and towards. And so seeing like the way that you can walk into any other room and, you know, immediately know who you are in the moment, like as the coach and like your position and your role. And that's given me confidence to be able to go to other locations when uh, I can walk in and say, all right, I know, who I am as a coach. I know who I am as a person. I know how to present myself as a coach professionally. And whenever people are like, Oh, like I've never met this guy before. And all of a sudden, like he's giving, he's giving, in charge. He's in charge. Yeah. yeah. Like this guy's got the clock in his hands like yeah. this, you know? And like, you know, that, so that's something that I'm just going to publicly thank you on air for, uh, live on air. on air live is that, you know, that's something that I'm really excited for the, for, for, the other coaches to experience through you. And I've had, I've been able to experience that, you know, with you is, is how to take yourself a bit, you know, seriously as a professional and not seriously to the extent where it's detrimental, but certainly to where it's, it's beneficial to those who are around you, your members, your clients, your other coaches. And so, um, you know, I just, I think back to that conversation sometimes when maybe, uh, you know, I, I have a class that I feel like I could have done better in, like, you know, I, same same way a lot of times that we feel about workouts it's like oh man maybe i should have done this or that or anything in life and business we're like man maybe i should have approached something this way like we as coaches do that about class i mean it's it's part of our life it's part of who we are and so you know when i think back to that conversation like what's next and i try to think of it as is like you know I try to look back to where I started as a coach and, and I ask myself like, what is next? Like, but not from the stepping stone perspective that that, that person was thinking of, but you know, what's, what's next here? Like, what can we push forward here? Uh, because, you know, just to say it plainly, I don't, I don't think there's really many other places anywhere in the world that's doing things to the intentionality and level that we're doing things at. And I can say that confidently and I'll, and I'll say that, you know, again and again, because the way that, like, from my background, like, y'all's background is coaching, right? My my background is a little closer to my college experience where, you know, I've got a background in professional sales and healthcare marketing. So I spent time at a university studying how these major corporations like, uh, you know, Pfizer and Stryker and some of these orthopedic companies sell their products to doctors. And the way I see what we offer is just as important as anything in the healthcare industry. So when someone asks me what's next, it's like, hey, you know, what's next for me is finding ways to help others find out 
what's next for them here? I, I really like that idea concept of what uh, what's next and not in the, in the way, like you said, that, that the, the client meant it, but in every one of our coaches um, and because this what's expected and the type of people we look for and what we always talk about, it, what's next for me? How can I improve? How can I get better? And constantly looking at that, what is next for me in my growth process? What's next for the gym and its growth process? How can we make this better? And that's something that we are constantly visiting every single week, every single month at our, at our weekly staff meetings, at our quarterly offsite meetings. We're constantly, you know, every single day in conversation, uh, what can we do better? What, what, what did we do wrong in this instance that we could have done better? Or this didn't go quite as good as we thought, what could we do better? You know? And so that's something that, um, is the culture that we have cultivated and, um, with it comes also, you know, feedback and radical honesty and transparency. And that can be really hard. Um, at first, if you start taking, uh, feedback personally, um, and that's something that we talk to our coaches a lot about is if somebody is giving you some feedback or correction or something along those lines, it's not personal. It is intended to make you help you get better and try to help you, um, become a better coach and a better version of yourself and help your gym do better and it's not indicative of you as a person at all. And that's something that takes all of us time and it can still sting from time to time, no matter who is getting it. But ultimately we know it's because we all want each other to succeed and we all are so passionate about it that we're not willing to let the small things slide by because we know that the small things quickly escalate into big things. And we want to make sure that we do everything right as best we can we know we will always fall short of that but we want to always strive for it but the what the what's next is what can we do better what can we improve on how can we help somebody else and that type of that type of thinking is is crucial to you know to everything that we do and here's another thing too i want to just maybe just add on that real quick is uh you know when a coach uh just for whoever's listening if you're a member you know when a coach asks you hey if they're a newer coach like what can i do better you know i've spent a lot of times on the, you know, a lot of hours on the phone and a lot of conversations with members that I was seeing every single day and the 5am class specifically, you know, that has been a very big learning curve for me as a coach. It's the first class of the day. You got to kind of learn the pace of the day. And it's very, very indicative of how the rest of the day it sets up for the rest of the day. So I was constantly asking those members, what, what can I do? Like, what can I do to be better? Because what I want to do is provide value for our members. And so, you know, as a, as someone coming in, that's a, you know, younger guy, that's a coach, just ask for feedback. And whenever, you know, and this is, you know, me talking to the new coaches that are coming in too, that over the years, as we listen back to this podcast, cause in a couple of years, we're going to listen back to this podcast and be like, Oh man, like that was, that was way back, but way you know, back. We've way, come a long way. Yeah, since then. Look at that. You know, we've got, you know, 50 coaches that are making a great career right now, you know? And so 50 coaches, yeah, you heard it, you heard it here. from The big yeah. thing for us is we want to make sure that, um, that our members know that our, the goal behind us constantly seeking improvement as coaches is so that we can give more, more value to people. And we mentioned it on the last podcast, but there is a sense and you might have even said it just a minute ago there's a, we feel morally obligated to help provide as many people an opportunity to experience 
Coyote Fitness as possible because we are watching people's lives change. We're watching people's health markers change, their their mentality around other things outside of the gym, their attitude change. We're watching people's lives change and families um, and kids start with a foundation of health and fitness and knowing how to move so that they can pursue hard work in the schools and all the other places where they train. And so we're watching all these things happen and we want to provide that experience for as many people as possible. So for us, we also sense that if we can get better at coaching and if we can continue to equip our coaches to be more valuable, it is then going to create more opportunities to impact people that we don't even know we're within our circle right now. And so as we start to grow and we seek out the opportunity to impact people in Mississippi right now, specifically like with our, our local gyms, we want to make sure and, and provide as much value as possible. And so because of that, we naturally are going to be super pumped about getting to develop as coaches because then we get to be better at doing that and then we impact more people. And so this is as innate as anything we do in the gym and any of the sweating that our coaches do and any of the sweating that happens in our gym is also behind the scenes what our coaches are doing to get better. And so uh, I think that's why it's something that gets us excited about just talking about it because we love to coach. So why would we not love to also be coached um, in our coaching? And so it just, it makes sense to me. Man, that's a, it's a great discussion. And obviously uh, we're, we're all very passionate about it and um, feel very strongly about it because we love it so much and we want, want to uh, do the best we can. And we could talk about this all day long, um, but we uh, do need to move on to the next segment and hopefully we'll rehash and vi- revisit this conversation down the road um, and possibly be, hopefully we'll be much further on down the road and be able to talk about some other changes that we've made. But uh, until then, we're going to move on to Outside the Box. Nice. That was a good one. Thank you. Straight into it. So uh, what you guys got going on? Anything fun? It is October 20th when we film this. Uh, so that means Halloween's coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to go go ahead and say it. I'm a Snickers almond guy. Um, so <laughs> uh, if like around that Halloween time, if anyone like has extra anything, um, you know, Snickers after Beachbody almond. Challenge is up, I'd love to enjoy one of those. Um, but no, I, I actually, I, I like um, the, the neighborhood we live in always has, uh, actually has kids trick or treat. So it's kind of fun to just, like I remember growing up as a kid, like we would throw a big deal around going to trick or treat. Now the world's a little bit more cautious with certain things, understandably, but it is it is a fun time whenever uh, you know you have kids come to your porch and you get to scare them a little bit. So it's dude, fun. Sarah and I are such introverts. We are the exact opposite. You would love that part <laughs> of it. Like we like shut the blinds and like go back in the room, like turn all the lights off. We put a ton of candy out. We put a nice little sign. You know, take as much as you want, but we like the thought of getting up and going to the door and having 40 different small talk conversations with six-year-olds. No, I'm just scaring them off. No I'm just like, I'm like, Tyler, you should make them do five burpees before they can get candy. Yeah, that's a good idea this year. That's what I do. Earn your candy. You can either have an apple you or five burpees in a, in a candy bar. How many grams of artificial sugar are in this? Uh, Halloween is a great time of year and always, always fun. Um, we are um, just an update on our marathon training we have two more long runs left and then we're going to taper off through the month of november so i'm really excited about that we're going <laughs> to excited about the taper yeah i'm just excited <laughs> taper season's about, the best I'm, I'm excited about being done with training for forever but uh we're going to go for uh our last one we're going to go for a three-hour run and then after that we'll taper off in november and then run in december so um 
really excited about seeing the finish line for this marathon training, this year long pursuit. Cool. Um, any recommends you guys got? I got to recommend. Okay. BioLite sponsors by free ad here. BioLite. No, we just started selling a new product in the gym, and that doesn't happen very often. And I'm going to bat for this one. I asked Hunter. I I begged him for it. He said uh, he gave us the green light. Um, big electrolyte guy. Have talked to a lot of people. I think that's one of the one thing people talk about supplements as a nutrition coach. We get this question a lot, and we try to help weed through all the junk of all the supplements and things that just people feel the need, and they feel almost guilty for not doing all these different supplements that really don't move the needle much. But when it comes to this, is not you know I don't think it has much to do with weight loss, weight gain, all that. But I think for just how you feel and your energy levels. I think electrolytes, we know people don't drink enough water. We talk about that in the Beachbody Challenge, why that's such a big thing for people. But this is also kind of the next level of something that isn't absolutely necessary. But I think I've experienced a drastic change in my energy levels when I've started trying to supplement electrolytes in the morning. So this is one, it's pre-made, it's already ready to go. Um, and I think the marketing is great. It's the electrolytes that they put in an IV bag. So it's the equivalent to an IV bag. Um, and it's already pre-made and I think it's going to be a really actually like very physically tangible difference for people when they, um, when they, if they need that or they feel like they're just super depleted, um, after a workout, I think it can help recovery immediately. So that's something I'm excited about, but that was, a I had to, I had to get that in there. I've been waiting for that one. I've been excited about this for months. Um, I'm going to actually stick to my recommends theme of food and drink. Um, it is, crisp cool outside so why don't you take yourself on down no not quite um take yourself on down to cups all right if you're in flowood another free ad here we go Um, hunter's just shaking his head i know but we're killing him get yourself a traditional macchiato with coconut milk and a pump of hazelnut and just taste fall happen right there okay right there in the pump of hazelnut people one single little one just a little bit just enough so you're an artificial sweetener guy? That seems like you know, a little bit cheap for it's, you. It seems it does seem so, but this is a special time of year. <laughs> it's, it's there's the only fall. one fall. Tyler, there's you have a lot of special times of year. <laughs> it, every it is. Yeah, I love life. I live life. Um, you know, and, and life is best enjoyed with good coffee in your hand. So if you know me, you know I love coffee. So um, go try it. I dare you. Mike Leach wouldn't agree with you. He wouldn't agree with me on a lot of things. <laughs> no, uh, so I am going to piggyback off my last recommend and recommend the next book in Ryan Holiday series. Series Discipline is Destiny, second part in the Stoic uh, four-part book Chronicles. series. And this one is even better than uh, Courage uh, is Calling, in my opinion. It is amazing. It has been such a good book. Uh, I really enjoy it, and um, I think you should read it. Any Ryan Holiday is worth reading, but uh, Discipline is Destiny. Move it to the top of the list. Discipline is Destiny. That's right. Wow. What a title. Gosh, he just keeps coming out with these. Hard hitters. uh, Courage is calling. Discipline is Destiny. Okay, so uh, that's all for today. Thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next time. Enlightenment is everything.
the silky smooth sounds.